Welcome, dudes. Prepare to be like pleasure and stuff. Because we are the most sexiest podcast on the Metro. Yeah, dude. We're going to be talking about a lot of sexy stuff. Like, for example, uh, my eighth grade math Yo, teacher, yo, yo. Like, that's, is, that's not... Wait, we're not going to talk... Not, we're not going to be talking about that on wait, this podcast. Dude, dude, I thought... We I thought are the welcoming the... Harmony we podcast. are welcoming the viewers to another episode of the Kayfabe Cafe oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh Normally, dude, normally I'd be super happy to welcome oh, you back, but now I'm having second thoughts. But in any case, oh, welcome back, Frankie, to the podcast. How you been? Dude, my bad, because I thought it was a Bone and Humps Harmony podcast we were not. planning. Are we still planning it? Uh, maybe off air, but okay. How have you been? Please answer the question. <laughs> oh, well, 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 I don't know. Um, like, how, how have you been? No, I'm kidding. I, I, I should be like responding to you as, yes. a, as, a, <laughs> as a human being. I, Thank I you. haven't been a human being for, for a good while because I've, really? I've been a werewolf. I don't know if you guys know about this, but I am a, a werewolf. I am not, you know, Hansel, I'm not Hansel Silva, but like, you know, I am a werewolf. That guy's a poser. I'm a real werewolf. <laughs> so for the past, how long have I, have I been gone? I think I've been gone for like four months. So hmm, for yeah. four months, I was, in, I was in the valleys of Antipolo. Awesome. And I was like, I was trying to do some bone and humping with some wolves. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Let's not go I'm, to the boat and humping. How has Antipolo been? I, I hear it's often cold there. Yeah, like especially like when we do like the whole like wolf rituals and stuff like that. But <laughs> on, but like I think I think this is for like another podcast, the whole werewolf thing. So um see, as as a human being, I've been really stressed with like a lot of a lot of like school stuff like for example yeah. how to do my abcs my one two threes um i'm actually doing my my thesis right now so that's awesome. that's why i haven't been active on on like the podcast not just the podcast but i haven't been active on like the page itself um mm, so yeah. so like i just dropped by on the discords and i'm surprised to see that now we have a um a, a discord group uh, yeah, filled with filled with people that 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 love wrestling, and that shouldn't be that shouldn't be surprising me because we're we're talking about wrestling apparently. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask you the same thing. Um, how have you? Yeah, uh, I would say a little bit of the same been. because uh, college has been kind of you know, well, it's not kind of it's been really stressful, and I guess it. I don't just speak for myself, but uh, people all over the country, all over the world, uh, are, people are still adjusting to the pandemic setting, even though it's already been a year. It really is tough. And uh, as for me, I am pre- preparing myself for the incoming semester because we start March 1st and it's only a couple of days. Yeah, uh, only a couple of days till then. And it's, it's, not re- it's, not, uh, it's not a leap year today, so uh, this year. So we only have five days until... Uh, until March, and that's a oh, bit of a, a yikes for me because normally you'd see the uh, the month end at thirty or thirty one, but February February is a a lot more a lot shorter. But you know, uh, at least even in the these crazy times, we have wrestling to keep us sane. And as for you, I hear even though you haven't been uh, you haven't been on the page or on the podcast lately. Uh, I hear that you've been keeping yourself active on the Wednesday wrestling shows. 
Yeah, even like like being a virgin and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, wait, wait, hold on. I, I like before we even dive into like the stuff we're supposed to be talking about. Um, if you guys like, if you like listeners of the podcast here, like um, cars or like gates opening, it's because I am in a very strategic setting, which I thought was strategic, but now apparently I don't think it is. Um, I'm on, <laughs> I'm staying on our parking, uh, parking area, like drive driveway. I don't know why they call it a driveway because you just park there. But yeah, we're, I'm in the driveway, <laughs> so a car is moving in. Um, yeah, we have like a really good night because I'm looking at looking at the moon right now and Ooh. Yeah, and, oh, wait, and, and but you're a werewolf. Yeah, but like, you know, sometimes, you know, you just you, you just don't do it. Yeah, I, I don't want to do it. Uh um I don't have the drive <laughs> to to do some werewolf stuff right now because I'm talking to you and I think awesome. talking to you is better than, than being Aww. a werewolf as of the moment. However, I How do want to say I do want to say that as I look into the moon. I, I really want to explore it. Um, it's just so, I know this is like off tangent, but like if you look at the moon right now, it feels like you can just reach it. And dude, I just want like, it, it's so weird how it reflects light. Like it, it looks like a, a freaking light bulb. No, I'm are not, you okay? Like, dude, yeah. Frankie, like, are you Okay. <laughs> Clear, clearly the hiatus, clearly the werewolf hiatus has taken a toll on my. It is really taking capacity. a toll on you. Anyway, anyway, but um, it's still related to the moon somehow because Cameron Cameron Grimes has really upped his gimmick. Nah, you to the moon, to the moon thing. Yeah, it isn't just uh a to the moon. Uh, we're gonna be successful, but we now have seen him take on this new persona of an overnight millionaire through. GameStop shares and Dogecoin. What do you think about that, Frankie? So before I even comment on that, I just want to inform the viewers that yes, um, Gerald just mentioned Cameron Grimes. It is because this is a wrestling podcast. Um, yes, it is, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to get used to uh, the setting because I haven't been here in a while. However, um, in regards to Cameron Grimes, um, Man, I really do love Cameron Grimes. Not because, not just because I followed him when he was still being uh, Trevor Lee, mm-hmm. but because um, it's so funny. Like the whole take on on it now, because um, so now he's like a freaking billionaire or millionaire. I'm not sure either, but he's uh, he's very rich. He's filthy, stinking rich. And 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 the good thing about it, like at least for me, is that we were conditioned. Like, throughout his NXT bookings, like, we were conditioned to see him always fail, especially, like, when it comes to, like, him going against Dexter Loomis, you know, like, he, yeah. he kept losing that feud. And then now for him to come out as, like, now he's, it's, it's dumb luck. It's, it's, it's a good booking of how he can show dumb luck. Cause, <laughs> yes. Because, right, like, he's, he's, he's a loser. Like, that's how he is portrayed to be. And he's not, like, one of those... Um, bad guys who are um, really hateable because yeah. for me as I watched Dexter Loomis I actually found myself kind of like rooting for the guy because like Mr. Regal why do you keep feeding um, <laughs> feeding this guy to, to Loomis and then now for him to like um, correct me if I'm wrong but this is like um, their take on the on the GameStop um, stock thingy right yeah yeah it is so like him cashing in kind of makes sense because, I mean, it makes sense because of all the people in the in, in NXT, like, 
who can benefit from a story like that? Someone like someone like um, Trevor Lito. <laughs> Cameron <laughs> someone like, Grimes, yeah. Cameron, someone like Cameron Grimes, because Cameron Grimes is just like those people who are now millionaires or billionaires. Those are the type of people you wouldn't expect to be billionaires because they invested yeah. on something that, like, you know, people didn't think you're going to be be a millionaire. But like, see, Cameron Grimes is like, uh, he's he's a is he a redneck? Is that is that a correct way to say? Uh, he's I'm a southern guy. Sure. Yeah, he's a southern guy with a slash top hat. And yeah, yes. you look at him and he doesn't <laughs> look like someone who can be a a tuxedo, a black suit. Mm-hmm. But now he is, and I am really. I enjoyed that music video he had with, with Josiah Williams, like uh, mm. the rap song. Yeah, the music video. <laughs> yeah, and like I just, I just really want to see um, how this character will unfold because um, this can be, because this can be, in my opinion, be like the NXT modern day version of of Ted DiBiase. Yes, like this could be. He can be the new million dollar man. Um, Currently is. <laughs> yeah, actually, like so he is like our modern day interpretation of what a million dollar man can be. And it it entertains me. How do you feel about it? Uh, See Cameron Grimes because what I like about, see we're in a more meta sense. I think he was the person to receive that kind of gimmick because of his tagline to the moon. Because in the Dogecoin community or in the cryptocurrency community, people always say the phrase, uh, blank is going to the moon. Uh, you're strapping on a rocket and you're taking this to the moon. GameStop to the moon. Dogecoin to the moon. And I, th- and Dogecoin uh, specifically, I think it also uh, really connects well with the character of Cameron Grimes because Dogecoin isn't really made for uh, for a real use case. For example, like uh, Ethereum or XRP. Uh, those coins are 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 built out of uh, function that that the creators want to you know bring out to the world. But Dogecoin was uh, was created in the past as a joke, and Cameron Grimes himself was kind of treated like a joke. Uh, I don't really say that just uh, to mean uh, in a mean way, but like see against guys like Tommaso Ciampa, Dexter Loomis, Cameron Grimes is your heavily accented guy na, who can do cool spots, but you never really see him get pushed or win any titles or have a serious storyline. And he's just there because he can do things and uh, kind of a jobber treatment, but he's never really uh, in a bad, bad situation. So he's, he's always in comedic segments. Yeah. in comedic segments. So he's kind of a joke, but then to see him, uh, transformed into this billionaire guy i think his journey in nxt and his sudden rise to this to this uh, newfound success as the million dollar the modern day million dollar man uh it really reflects the situation of dogecoin right now and it's not just cameron grimes who's been uh biking lately even no uh even in the these wednesday night wars aew has been picking up as well right the forbidden yeah. door finally been knocked down uh, I just want to apologize because I had to move rooms. <laughs> I, I finally, I finally exited the parking because all right, people were starting to like go there. I don't know why, but everyone is I guess, I guess they all, the moon with you. I was just gonna say the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> be, before before we go into like um, the NXT, I just want to point out that I want to point out that you know he never really had 
the jobberish treatment is just okay. that because he because he had really good um he had like a really good presentation when it comes to like matches because he 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 won he won a lot of matches but okay you're right like he he was he was the type of character that you you would put out into like these comedic type of of segments like for example um with loomis wherein he's supposed to like and like he's acting like the funny guy who's like the the weak like not not really weak but like the scared the funny scared um cliche yeah. character <laughs> yeah so yeah um anyway like you said about um aew wow that was a smooth transition great way <laughs> to be back okay great way um, to be back i'm back and i'm butchering everything <laughs> yeah such good shit. <laughs> anyway, so AEW. Let's talk about AEW. I just gained my confidence because I am no longer in the parking lot and I'm no longer conscious about people hearing me. Awesome. Anyway, anyway, uh, funny you're talking about AEW because right now I am looking at my AEW pseudo arena that I commissioned and I'm looking at Cody Rhodes and John Moxley. And speaking of John Moxley, um, Interesting story in AEW is now we have John Moxley feuding with two Bullet Club people. By two Bullet Club people, I mean someone from Bullet Club um, New Japan and the Bootleg Club. <laughs> the Bootleg Club. So, yeah. Thank you, Tama I mean, Tonga. Respect, but... <laughs> but yeah, um, I find it interesting because he, uh, he he's feuding with Kenta from New Japan. And he's also feuding with, with Kenny Omega. And I never really saw this coming because I thought we would never see um, some sort of relationship with New Japan and um, AEW. However, like, I, I'm thankful for this. And I, yeah. and I really want to see... I, I, there this are is a just me fantasy booking. Yeah. But I really want to see... I don't, know, I don't know if I want to see like a Bullet Club versus Bullet Club, but we're probably going to get that. We and are probably going to get that. Yeah, and if we are going to get that, just me being a dumbass, I, I want <laughs> them to have like a little bit of like a reuniting thingy, but I know the, the money's not going to be there. The money's going to be with them fighting. So yes. like, if I were to fantasy book, it would be like um, Bootleg Club, um, the Bucks, uh, Good Brothers, and Kenny against like whoever the fuck Tama wants to like rock with. And they have it on the Blood and Guts match. Like, their version of the war games because now it makes sense because remember they didn't want to do it at first uh, right right they did the stadium stampede instead because they needed to have social distancing and now we all know that florida doesn't really give a neff bomb so like <laughs> i mean ladies and gentlemen like what's happening right now in pro wrestling is uh it's questionable it's questionable it You're it's very questionable but now since we're now since we're freaking having it, let's fucking do it. Put two people in the cage because <laughs> NXT just did it. Put yeah. two cages together. NXT just did it. Come on, New Japan, AEW, just do it now. Yeah, but the thing you I might as really well do crazy stuff if you're gonna have wrestling in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're they're gonna have an exploding. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go back to Onita stuff because now we're gonna get an exploding barbed wire death match on American <laughs> national pay per view and it's a byproduct of John Moxley and Kenny Omega feuding and see it's insane this is going back to like my original point this is interesting because 
now we have now we have John Moxley going to defend the the IWGP US title against Kenta. So that match is going to be like bloody or at least really brutal because the way they built it, uh, the way they built it uh, in both NJPW Strong and AEW is that these two really want to murder each other. Yeah. At the same time, Moxley and Omega really want to murder each other. So. In, in a story sense, John Moxley is playing with freaking fire right now. He has two people who want to kill yep. him. Yep. So that's what I'm, like, what I'm interested to see is that will there be someone to back up John Moxley? I know our friends, um, Linus and, and um, mostly Anne, Anne wants uh, a Switchblade conspiracy reunion with Sammy Callahan. And... Huh. That does like like for me. I'm totally um for it, but we need more people for for John Moxley to you know, more people to back, to back up. up. Yeah, to back him up, definitely. And Dan, Dan, and it's really oh wow, Dan, wow, okay, we're going okay, there. Okay, we're okay. going there. No, really. Okay. As as much as as much as uh, that's an impossibility as of the moment, or at least it sounds impossible. It has historically been impossible to create a partnership with anyone if it's the WWE we're talking about. The Shield. The Shield would be a beautiful uh, combination like to have against the Bullet Club. Shield versus Bullet Club. I would want to see that. <laughs> and the interesting thing about John Moxley is that the two people he's feuding are both from the Bullet Club but are on separate ends of the world. So you have Bullet Club America and <laughs> Bootleg Club. Apparently, it's, it's called that here. <laughs> uh, but I also want to see Jay White in AEW, really. And if it's not, uh, other things that we could have there is have Zack Sabre Jr. fight Anyone from AEW? I don't. I don't know who he'd be. Whom he'd be feuding? Oh, with. I know who. I know who. Who would it be? Um, Angelico, because Ooh. they're they're kind of like building Angelico as like um a technical wizard, a la um Zack Saber Jr. Um, if you guys have watched his recent matches, AEW how they're booking Angelico now is not like Lucha Underground Angelico, where he jumps on like a lot of high stuff. Mm-hmm. He's doing like a lot of technical stuff, and a part of me thinks it's because like, oh, like he's he's thin, he's white, he's Zack Saber Junior. But like, because <laughs> that's all that's always fine. But like, you know, he's boot he, like Zack. <laughs> hey man, don't 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 say that. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Right. I love. I love I'm not it. saying it. I'm not saying that. I just said no, it but dude, like no, that. <laughs> dude, I was just fucking with you. I, I agree. I agree with you because yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, he has he has that um technical uh stuff that he's always had with, but like now he he really is being booked. I mean, at least the last time I saw him on television, he was really getting booked as like. Ooh, Angelico can do like a lot of technical stuff. Let's go. <laughs> oh yeah, um, man. Um, the coffee's now kicking in. Uh, oh no. At least you're not uh, having palpitations, right? No, I'm not. But oh, going nice. back, Jay White. Yeah, I would love to see Jay White. Um, just not sure who'd be who he'd be feuding with though. But it makes sense because like not just because yeah, his appearance. Yeah, it would make sense not just because ooh, he sided with the bullet club, but because. Tamatonga, Jay White, uh, Kenta. Um, they genuinely Dondoro. do not like the, the American Bullet Club. No, no. It's also because they're all in Florida. They are? They, dude, they all live in Florida right now. 
they're there right now? Yeah, dude, I was not live, aware of that. They live in Florida, which is like that. That's the thing that caught me by surprise because, like, I thought Kenta when he came back to the boys' club, that he was gonna go back to living in Japan. But apparently, that's not the case. Yo, he but is still- what they um, Sinuba, God were recently in in the new beginning. So after that, they go back to Florida. Uh, from what I know is that if you're going to appear on a bo- uh, bo- in an NJPW <laughs> show, you have to be there three, week, uh, three weeks before the show. Okay. Because you have to quarantine. Yeah. So I don't know when's the next show for, for, for New Japan. but uh, It's Castle Attack, uh, February 27-28. That's going to be on yeah, uh, not, this Saturday and not, Sunday. Yeah. They're not going to be in Dynamite anytime soon. Yeah. It's going to be a long time if, if ever they do go there. Um, especially, you know, uh, we have lots of quarantine, quarantine restrictions in place. So as much as, um, as, much as this, this current partnership is uh, celebrated, I feel like the pandemic is the one thing that holds it back. But maybe at the same time, uh, it's, the, it's precisely the pandemic that made this possible because wrestling companies are really going to want more people to cho- tune in because wala ka na mga live shows so you're going to have to make up for it by getting the pay-per-view buys and, and all that right yeah and that's why we get bad bunny which i'm not against i am yeah, not yeah. against that i love that was I a very that. smart move by wwe by the way you get the the number one uh, number one spotify artist and get them on your roster Amer- a lot of american folks who are complaining about bad bunny I don't think they appreciate the the very strategic business move of that because uh, the world does not re- revolve around America. So if you have a lot of fans, you ma clips now or gifs of uh, yeah videos of Bad Bunny diving dunsa Royal Rumble uh, in his first appearance. The video that Bad Bunny posted got way more views and way more likes than the official video that WWE mismo the the one that they uploaded. So you have a lot of eyes right now on the WWE. And he, has, he even has a shirt right now that's pretty well-selling. <laughs> so you on Booker T. Fuck, I mean... Yo, I, I, Booker I, I, T. I it's an earworm. <laughs> I, I freak... Dude, I, I, I fuck with like, the song he has. I'm not probably because I can understand it. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, people are saying, oh, his, his music sucks. No, his music doesn't suck. It's it's actually really good. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's not. It's not in, a long, um, it's not in a language uh, you understand. What I like about see the reason why I dig whatever they're doing with Bad Bunny is because it's giving it's giving Damien Priestock a lot. Of yes. Time. Thank like, you. It's a very good way. Right? A very good way to elevate Damien Priest. If you don't have a program for Damien Priest himself, put him next to someone who can give you that stock. And the thing is, see, this is the good. This is like. I don't know if it's a blessing or something, but I don't. Uh, yeah, this is like purely coincidental. But mm-hmm. apparently, both of them grew up in the same freaking town. What? The exact same freaking town. Really? So now it makes. So now it doesn't feel like the whole Naomi. Oh my god! Homeboys in the house, saying. yo. Yeah. So like, it's not like how Naomi and and Lana are like supposed <laughs> to be best friends. Like, I don't buy into that. But now here is that. I mean, they're not saying that. Bad Bunny and Damien Priest are best friends, but what they did say in commentary this week is that 
they have that connection which is why now they're great friends and do that makes sense nice yeah like, mga kababayan so uh, hometown hombre other, other than they both speak spanish yeah did we did we go off tangent with Bad Bunny? I think we did, but it no, it, it's fine. It's fine. It's not that we bad. We go with the flow. It's not that bad. <laughs> we go that we go with the flow, dude. Yeah, you say you guys. Yeah, in terms of business, just... <laughs> this podcast has officially gone like off tangent, but you know we we hope you're still enjoying mm-hmm. listening to us because we were talking about partnerships earlier and how it's impossible to work with a WWE, but you know WWE is not is open. To working with a lot of people, just right now, hindi masadas sa other wrestling promotions, because uh, you have B- Bad Bunny as a major example, and I think it was uh, it was Cardi B that they were teasing teasing a few weeks or months ago with our truth, right? Cardi mm-hmm. B, Did unless they buy up? them, actually, no, yeah, but she hasn't shown. You were yet. saying something, yeah, you were saying some, uh, something about like them working with other, yeah, because uh, if he's and. Mm-hmm. No, I was oh, yeah. going to say that the funny thing is like Triple H said something about they're open and they're thinking about like 10 years down the line kind of stuff, which is yeah. why they're not like kind of going the, crazy. Yeah. The funny thing about it is uh, what, uh, what I was saying, because I said uh, unless they buy it, is because mm-hmm. for me, it looks like they're only going to work with a company unless they buy it. Because if they buy that's it, that's what Yikes. happened with Evolve. Right, that's what right. happened with Evolve. <laughs> exactly. And I think now they own Progress too. Yeah. And they also own something with um, ICW. So, Ooh, interesting. Um, 10 years down the line, yeah, uh, if, so like, if WWE keeps up their corporate stuff, then uh, they might they might have a chance to buy AEW. But, you know, AEW's business is also uh, growing. And I feel like uh, their partnerships with other, other wrestling promotions, AEW, they uh, may be saving themselves from that, that fate. So, I really hope that this eventual, uh, hoping, I'm crossing my fingers for this, that this eventual partnership and collaboration with other wrestling promotions would not be limited to them just buying the, the competition, but really just working with them. And I don't care if, I, I don't really care if, or I, I hope they don't care if AEW grows a little bit more than what you grew, you what the WWE grows, but what happens there is that both companies grow and the real winner there are you mga fans and you're gonna get you're possibly Mm -hmm. getting even more fans to buy the product so ooh look at me I'm so afraid of success (laughs) I I see it I see it too I get your point at the same time though like with the whole um, they're planning on having an an NXT in India an NXT in Japan and oh yeah NXT Japan there dude that's why Kyrie is there Harry's like oh, being wow. their, 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 their agent uh, there. That's cool. Uh, I don't really see them working with, with, with a company unless they buy some of their stocks. Yikers. Because that, sadly, that's how they work now. Um, sadly, <sighs> it's... Big it's, sigh. Because I don't want to say this, but like WWE is like the evil capitalist uh, company, sad <laughs> to say. That's how it is. Um, they, you know... They, yeah. They, Blood money. Once you do blood money, brother, you're already like on the red flag kind of uh, part of Super. part of like issues. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would love to see um, a collaboration with AEW, and yes, the fans will win. But I oh. don't. I honestly, I don't think WWE does really care about the fans. 
I think they care more about the money. Sad reactions only. (laughs) However, I think it's like people like Triple H and like the agents and people who work there who, you know, they really want to do like, and and the roster, they really want to do stuff for the fans. Right, right. Like as like the big, uh, the big heads on on WWE. I don't think they, they, they care that much about the fans. I think they care about the merchandiser. That's what I see. <sighs> well, you know, the result really of today, yeah. Uh today's uh, today's WWE is a reflection of both its past and its current current administration. So uh, I guess we'll ch- we'll ha- we'll just have to check back in like 10 years and see who's replaced yeah, it I mean, and how they're running it. I mean, cuz I don't I don't want to dive too much into this because it's going to be a little, a little bit negative. <laughs> but <laughs> but like the fact that they fired a bunch of people uh, because they said um they because pandemic and stuff like that but apparently it was revealed that they had they had the most earnings in <sighs> they didn't have you know they didn't have um they didn't have any excuse to, to fire yeah. those people so like that's why in relations to like collaborating with other companies that's why like john moxley just said recently that he doesn't see aew and wwe working together because WWE is like how I see them right now is that they are the the colonizer type of character. Yeah, they're the king of the hill is, as of the moment. However, since we're talking about WWE, <laughs> we're gonna be talking about like this is this is like something like no was originally like the whole theme of, of our podcast. Yeah. It's about WWE's innocent child who we all love. Uh, and we all want to take away from their father because oh their, no. their father's abusive. We're no. talking about <laughs> NXT, new extreme territorial wrestling. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I thought you were referring to Kyle O'Reilly being taken away from Adam Cole. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean that, that, that's... that also works. That works. <laughs> nah. It does. I, mean, I don't see. I don't see Adam Cole as like a dad. Oh, okay. I see Adam Cole as a, an F boy. An F boy. Oh, okay. F boy. An F boy. Well, I don't know. No. Well, I don't uh, official leader on Undisputed Era. Okay, dude. Let's let's dive into this because this is like we've tangent so much just so we can fill in some minutes. No, now, it's fine. We about- we can actually change the title of the podcast now. <laughs> some instead of being a, an an Undisputed Era. Wrestling, uh, centered wrestling podcast. This is going to be. Oh, this is a pretty good time to be a wrestling fan. <laughs> uh, no, change it. To, change it to Frankie tries to relearn how to do a wrestling podcast. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. If that ends up being the title, then it's at this minute marker, whatever the minute marker is. But if it's not, then that's the alternative title. Wait, Another you al- said we can. You <laughs> said, said we can like we can kind of like alter it to like be. Like to alter the podcast to like how we feel like, right? Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bone and Hump. No, I'm kidding. Let's not <laughs> do <laughs> All right. So going back to the undisputed era and wait, we we, we need an intro. We need an intro for, for this um Why do for we this need an segment. intro? Bam, bam. Like, shock the system. Bam 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 bam. What up? Boom! 
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be talking about my favorite NXT faction, which is such good shit. Um, talking uh, about the Undisputed Era. Yeah, and oh. in that intro, you sounded like a prepubescent Vince McMahon who is constantly not, out of breath. I'm not trying to be <laughs> man. I'm trying to be... Balls deep, Billy. I don't know. Um, hey, man. Hey, anyway. Hey, man. <laughs> it's a really we sad time for the Undisputed Era, I think. Because, I can't say Bean. Bean. You is Bean. <laughs> I go back to that <laughs> Mr. Bean song. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, it's the Undisputed Era in danger of being torn apart. And I think it already is. Um. Let's just go back to like how the Undisputed Era started. Oh no, we're going to take a trip down memory lane. (laughs) Don't hurt me. Like an emotional version. Yeah, piano version. (laughs) What? Anyway, like this started out as like this faction that was like, um, in my opinion, NXT's version of of the NWO because you got two people surrounding um, Adam Cole who is taking the role of the leader aka the Hollywood Hogan and it really worked because Cole came into NXT with that bullet club flair with him because you know he was just he was making it big with a bullet club he was part of BTE for a while and you have uh, Red Dragon um, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish with him and it was so good because people were actually um, before they even got the name of Undisputed Era, people were calling it Dishonored. Unofficially Ooh. calling them Dishonored because they're supposed to be like Ring of Honor heels. Oh, and wow. I, yeah, because they were also name. teasing. Yeah, dude, because they were also teasing uh, Roderick. When, when Roderick Strong was still a, a good guy, Yeah, they were teasing him coming in, but, but you know, it didn't work out the first time. Yeah, and, that was a fun story with, with Roderick Strong that they did over over time, right? Yeah, and it was really awesome when Roderick Strong came in because that was what we wanted in the first place. Yeah. Because he or Roddy was really good. And yeah. So it's yeah, a story it that they evolved. built up over time and it's something that you don't get in just like one or two weeks. It's not something that's, you know, even the most predictable stories can be made awesome by, write, by good writing. And pagpapatagalin uh, mo, you just have you stretch it out a bit and add a few uh, a, f- a few twists and turns right there, a few dr- uh, some drama. And even though it's predictable, it can still be a good story to tell. Uh, yeah, and the thing about uh, the Undisputed Era is that I don't think WWE has booked a heel faction like the Undisputed Era because definitely if you're, a heel, you're a heel faction in the w- in the WWE. You come out of your entrance. You're supposed to fucking hate the fans. You're supposed to like, you know, like the cliche heel stuff. Even if you're a, like their their predecessor, the Nexus, mm. like you're supposed to be like, oh, we're bad guys, stuff like that. We don't we don't like you. Undisputed Era was yeah. yeah Undisputed Era was like that too in a way that yeah they were they come they came out as heels. They didn't like the fans, but they they didn't insult our intelligence when it came to their entrance. Right, which is right. Like one of the best things about the Undisputed Era because I remember in a podcast, they said that um, you, they're, they're going to be like heels in the ring. They're going to be like the dirtiest mofos you've seen. They're going to make you 
hate them. But when it comes to their entrance, they said we did, they just ride with it because they know whatever they do, they won't get booed on their entrance. They don't have control over it. So why fight yeah. it? Because once you fight it, you have uh, that's when it feels like you're, you're insulting the fans. So they just kind of enjoy it because they can't control it. However, when, when they're in the ring, that's when they can control it. And that's what I really love about the Undisputed Era. And Dude, even talk, though, yeah, even though they're heels? Out, yeah. We, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> how do we talk? <laughs> okay, okay. So I was just going to say that uh, even though they, they're booked as heels, you can't, you can't scream along when you can't not scream along when Adam Cole points to himself and, and he says, boom. And then, the, of course, the Adam Cole baby man. And <laughs> if I um, were to be in a live WWE event, I would want to be in, an, in a show where Adam Cole is just because I want to scream Adam Cole baby with him. <laughs> Adam Cole baby was like the reason why I desperately tried to get Frankie forever over. However, like when I was in the ring, I just didn't get the. I was like, okay, am I gonna do this? Am I gonna scream Frankie forever? Just like how Adam Cole does his stuff. Man, I would have screamed but then, that. <laughs> but then, like you know, at the same time, I am aware that most of Philippine wrestling fans think of Frankie, uh, think of me as like a weird guy who speaks English. I mean, sad reacts. <laughs> didn't we get? Didn't didn't the two of us get bullied for that? In, in, Sad reacts only. I don't know. I got no. Like I, I, that's that's how I see it. That's why like not a lot of people like my posts. But then yeah. you see someone else because they think oh he's, he's weird. He's, he's weird. But what yeah. what can you say? We were we were both kids who grew up reading Homestuck. So <laughs> we we both like yeah. And I mean I was like a product of Jeff States. Hardy United. Yeah, Jeff Hardy and United States like movies from the states, chick books from the states. So yeah, I'm. I'm just, so, anyway, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, yeah. yeah, meanwhile, ako naman yung ano, I grew up with the the moderately weird side of YouTube with Charlie the Unicorn, Auto Tune the News, Pokemon parodies made through MS Paint, <laughs> all that jazz. Yeah, dude, anyway, I you watched, were saying? No, like before. <laughs> okay, you said YouTube. I watched, dude. I was in there too. I watched like Nigga Higa. Oh yeah, Niga, definitely. Nigga Higa. <laughs> it's uh, it's really hard to pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> And you see, and Fred, dude, Fred, I love Fred. Oh, oh no, hey, it's Fred. Hey, hey it's I Fred. Know. I don't know how to do the voice. But anyway, and the Demi and Selena vlog. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so OG. Um, yeah, so back to UE. Uh, what I was going to say earlier is that every single, be- like before I said, uh, I'm going to let you talk in a while. I was going to say that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, 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 it was okay. It was just, I thought you were being conscious that I was talking too much. So I was like, mm, okay, I'm just going to tell you that I'm going to let you talk that I'm not going to hog the mic. Okay, no. Because <laughs> even I thought, I was like, mm, I'm talking too much. But yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> um, the beauty about UE is that every single combination you put them into, like in a tag team, it works. You get cold yeah. and, uh, and, and strong, it works. You get strong and O'Reilly, and it works. You get, of course, Red Dragon, and it works. But for me, the best times in in in, in UE era, in UE era, <laughs> so redundant. <laughs> in, in UE, the, the best era for UE for me is 
when sadly when Bobby Fish was gone and the oh. tag champs were strong and O'Reilly I don't know why I dug O'Reilly and, uh, and O'Reilly and strong more than yeah. Red Dragon maybe because like I've seen too much of Red Dragon but uh, okay. during that time they were having killer matches with uh, with Mustache 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 Mountain yeah Mustache Mountain and Birch and Lorcan oh yeah it was that um, 2018? 2018 era? Yeah, when NXT was like at its peak. Yeah, yeah. Which is why... NXT was so good in, tw- in 2018. Yeah, when, when AEW wasn't around. Not, not because... <laughs> not because well, I'm not saying yeah, yeah. that because AEW is better. It was because NXT right now has changed its format. And really? It really it has stuck. changed. It's different now. It's not... It's I don't think I say mean, their move to, to USA changed a lot. Yeah, and the thing about uh, you know NXT in like since 2015, <laughs> or for, yeah, uh, until 2018, is that it was like the the was... Indies plus W plus like classic mm. WWE combined because you have like right, right. the the work rate matches and then you had like the WWE style characters, but now it's like it feels too indie now. Yeah. Not in like I I like I like indie matches, um, but like in a sense, the people are just wrestlers now, which is why I really yeah. like the Cameron Graham stuff because now <laughs> yeah. he's not just now he's not just a wrestler. I mean, it's it's how I would say NXT is right now is that if like okay, they're all like ninety percent just wrestler wrestlers, mm-hmm. and most of them are got. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, same same with how I f- I think the epitome of that statement is uh, Tyler Rust for me because I don't I don't really see much uh, a very uh, what do you call this unique personality in Tyler Rust other than his in ring abilities. Whereas for example, you had uh, let's say the 2017 era of NXT where you had uh, Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream, which was a very strange rivalry, mm-hmm. which you'd never think would would work, but it did. <laughs> and it wasn't nah, even for like, a title, right? It was just for uh for Velveteen for Alistair to save Velveteen's name. Dude, like during that era of NXT, the reason why it was so good was because they had their version of the SmackDown Six. Um, they had like they had their big names, like they had the NXT Six with Champa. Um, oh, yeah. Gargano and Adam Cole and then Ricochet Alistair yeah. Black and Velveteen Dream like, right that was a really good time hype? in NXT remember how much hype they had just for that halftime show yeah and, halftime heat and I guess that's why this whole Undisputed Era thing just really hits us is because they're, they're, they're kind of like the remnants of that era of, 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 ah, of, that... of NXT because like of course we still have Gargano and Ciampa but now they're like totally different characters from who they right, were. Right. But undisputed era, even though they became baby faces, they're still undisputed era. Yeah. So like, now it really feels like an end of end of an undisputed era. End of an era. We're really transition. It's it's kind of like you're complete completing the transition to a whole different era, because part of me feels that the first NXT era was the survival show with uh with Daniel Bryan mga 2010 pa and then the second era I would personally mark with uh, Sami Zayn Sami Zayn would be this, uh, the center of the second era 
And then the third era is DIY and DIY Gargano Champa. And then the fourth era would be just maybe this transition to Finn Balor. That's how I would divide the NXTs. I think, uh, yeah, oh, how would I you divide it? I would replace the. I would add another era. Okay. Because after the Zayn era, there was the Balor era. Oh, I right. Mean, that the was thing a- about for me. Yeah. The thing about for me when it comes to NXT, you can divide it into okay, we have the game show era, and then you have the Rollins era, the big E era, the and then you have the Bo Dallas. The thing I, I, I love about NXT is that they have maybe maybe because they're Nathan young. Nathan. Yeah, but like maybe because they're young, they're their world champions have been memorable. Ah. In my opinion. Like, yeah, almost, very memorable sila ng mga champions, I'd say. But everyone hated one of the things I love. <laughs> Yeah, but like one of the things I, I really loved about NXT is that they never had a bad champion. Unlike yung Universal and WWE Championship, they never mm. have like that. Yes, yes. Like, yung mga early ones. Kasi de- yeah, developmental pa lang sila eh. Dun sa, yeah. During the developmental stage, they never had, in my opinion, like bad champions because they could write good stories out of them. Out of those stories, yeah. This is main. This is main title, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're talking about the main title. Yeah, yeah. Except like, I, I guess you can say like a little bit of like um the Bo Dallas era was like not what the fans wanted, but they yeah. quickly were able to turn it around. Neville. It wasn't. It wasn't like um. It wasn't like a Roman Reigns thing wherein. Dude, and, like, Reigns took in. years. He took years. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, for them to turn him here, right? But like yeah. both Dallas, they were like, oh, they don't like, they keep booing him. So let's make it a gimmick wherein he's, instead of like hearing them boo him, he hears them cheering him, saying his name. Because his name is Bo. Like, I, I love those stuff. Like where he was like, you guys love me. You guys are saying Bo, Bo, Bo. Creative. Creative. I love and then that. You, and then you evolve into current NXT. And you don't have the fans yeah. anymore. Maybe that's really the biggest difference. We do though. They're fans again. They're well, fans again. You want to ring kasi for a while, for a while na wala. Yeah, for a while na wala. But then ibarin kasi yung feeling na the mo the the most cheers that we hear would be like, uh, "Holy shit, this is awesome, uh, Mama Mia." Pero ngayon ang mga maririnig mo. <laughs> People slamming on the plexiglass. Boog, 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 boog. It's it's a it's a different vibe, right? We're in the plexiglass era. Uh, plexiglass era. I think that's that's one good way to uh, <laughs> to describe this new era. Because it's talaga yung yung feel right now with the US. Because the U uh, the transition to the USA era. Actually, this was the point where I stopped tuning in regularly because I used to watch NXT uh, exclusively through the WWE Network. I would uh, watch it live as it was happening, but then I I couldn't do it anymore because I don't have the US... I don't have the USA channel network, whatever you call it. I'm in. I live in the Philippines, <laughs> so I couldn't watch it live. Oh shit! You live in the Philippines? Damn! That's me a too. Yo, me too. Virtual high five. Meet, yeah, we should definitely meet up sometime. Uh, <laughs> maybe uh, with uh, good social distancing protocol. Let's follow that, right? Wrestling promotions. Hi, <laughs> nako. COVID protocol really has to be followed mm. this mania. And I hope to see 
NXT at Mania. Because the only time we saw NXT in the Mania last year was with Rhea Ripley. And look what, look what that got, where that got her. Uh, under Charlotte? Uh, I mean, oh man. before we even dive into like the UE pit, um, I just want to say, I mean, I was one of those people who were defending, who was defending Charlotte being the main event because it made sense. It made sense story-wise. And I really love, I love Charlotte's work. But man, are they like, I hate Charlotte right now. The way she's being booked. Not just because she's being shoved down our, our throats, mm-hmm. but because she's being made to look really, really strong. If you've seen her tag matches with Asuka. Yeah. Like, after that um, leg drop from Nia Jax on the back of the head, in the end, she wasn't even selling. And then on the Royal Rumble, she was like the freaking Hulk. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, going back. What I would think oh, okay. in sa dati, ano, sa dating Charlotte versus Ripley, I, I think Charlotte, Charlotte should have just, you know, let Rhea retain. See, I don't want to be those people. I don't, I don't want to be that type of person who, who assumes of one's character. However, I remember there were tweets that Charlotte was saying, Charlotte was kind of implying that she wasn't being used to her full potential. And like, Girl, if your full potential is you stopping over my baby Rhea Ripley, like, <laughs> nah, nah, I ain't for that. Um, yeah. Because um, even if even if Charlotte were to lose against Rhea Ripley, she's still Charlotte Flair, and she's still still a beast. And if anything, their claim that NXT is a third brand, not a developmental brand, would be made even more believable. And I don't understand how they couldn't insert the NXT title in any of those in any of the slots that it's, they had for Wrestlemania in two it's nights like when, it's like when WWE ECW was a thing that was a huge see that's the thing I noticed about myself I would root for the underdog shows I was mm. a huge ECW WWE ECW fan I'm a huge Impact <laughs> fan I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of those shows wherein you feel like you're you're part of the minority trying to help that show grow as a viewer. Uh-huh. So yeah, like during the WWE ECW days when Christian was a champion. Uh, no, I think it was Tommy. Tommy was a champion. Okay. And it was WrestleMania 25. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have an ECW title match. I was like, that's a world title, bro. But yeah. yeah um, I wish, like for me, if Charlotte, because Charlotte won, for me, she should have like really stuck to, to like doing an NXT stint, because at least yeah. that would like make it the really important. It, it just felt like, oh, I can take the NXT Championship because I'm Charlotte Flair, and that's what she did. And like, it didn't mean it didn't mean more. It's just like, oh, I can take it, so I'm gonna take it. And she didn't even lose it, like, Io Pedria yeah. for it. Oh so. my gosh. That was very upsetting. But, you know, 2021, it's February, right after the Elimination Chamber. Uh, it's, I would say it's a, good, it's a very good time to be a wrestling fan, wh- whichever promotion you're watching. And I, I am still hopeful. Uh, I'm what still promotion ho- are you watching? <laughs> well, for me, it's just I'm particularly focused on NXT because they didn't have the chance to do it in... Uh, in WrestleMania last year, but I really hope that they can pull off Undisputed Era, a civil war at Mania. 
What do you think? Yes, let's go back to UE because man, we 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 should we should have we, we should call our show like the Royal Ramble. <laughs> Royal Rebel with Frankie and Gerald. Nice, ooh, nice. Ooh, Let's see ooh. if it's already taken. Um, so go on, go on. Hey, go on from Luna. No, we can take it. We can take it. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so going back to Undisputed Era, and also, 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 shit, it's I forgot what The Royal Ramble is taken, and it's a podcast as well. <laughs> Ramble, Ramble. Hey, Gumawa na lang tayo ng ano? Royal Ramble. Ram- uh, Five Battle five one. Ramble. Battle. Okay. <laughs> uh, if anyone from the Royal Ramble podcast is listening to this, uh, you're not hearing us right now. Let's get ready to ramble. You know, lang yung tag. You know, lang yung tag tagline natin. Pero I don't know what no, what name. Let's not think about that. Let's think about yeah, the UE no, instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Back to back to back to UE. Um, Man, that was a long journey to get back here. Um, wow! What? Ow! <laughs> what, 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 what? How what I would? How? Okay. <laughs> Look at us! Look at us! <laughs> we are two confused children who've lost their yeah, way. Anyway, um, the way Johnny Gargano. Wow! Hmm. What is happening? I'm like having a, a attention. Okay, okay. Right now. <laughs> the undisputed um, yeah. okay. era for WrestleMania 37. No, before we go into the no. era before WrestleMania 37. No, no, no. No, before, because we were supposed to, like, talk about uh, O'Reilly, right? No, it's fine. We, we go okay, yeah, as um, the flow dictates, but we can, we can still um, talk about Kyle okay, O'Reilly um, since okay. this is still the UE. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, them for WrestleMania. I am in it for... Mm, what you say? See, Cole, Cole, is, Cole needs another part. Because fish isn't cleared, Roderick Strong. But, uh, no, no, I want, I want Roddy to stick with. Oh, mm, mm, wait, wait, dude. I feel because I feel bad. No, no, I feel bad for Strong, and it looks like Adam Cole doesn't give a damn about QE anymore. But see, the curveball here is that they're trying to tell us a story that QE is gone, but yeah, then exactly. you watch NXT. You watch NXT and they're still wearing the freaking gear. So here's yeah, the thing. Dude, here's, exactly. here's how I see it. Here's how I see it. Is that okay. they're both still they're they're all the party isn't fully over because they're they're all like they're still you know that messy part of like not really I mean not really a messy part, but like it's like the part where in in a marriage where you both think of we had like a big fight and both of okay. you are thinking of like of of separating, but both of you still have game yeah, yeah. rings on. Aww. Um, uh, logically, okay. Like, I I want to see a triple threat match. I want to see a triple threat match, but I I don't want there to be. Uh, I still want there to be an, a UE in some capacity. I mean, since I already I already said earlier that you know for me UE was like a modern day take on uh on the NWO. Like, let's fucking do it with like the version of like an NWO two thousand. You know that. Do you know that? The NWO 2000? No, not really. So that was like the NWO wherein the leader wasn't Hogan anymore. It was Bret Hart. That okay. was the members were the members were Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner, Jeff Jarrett, and then the leader was Bret Hart. And all of them like were... Uh, Bret Hart was like 
he was like a Kota Ibushi in a sense. And I remember when Kota Ibushi was like sort of in the Bullet Club, but he wasn't really. That was yeah, like the yeah. case with Bret Hart that time. I say Bret Hart was like Hulk Hogan's friend. That was the story. Ah, he was I Hulk see. Hogan's close friend. So he was riding with with the NWO as a heel, but he wasn't an official member. In NWO uh, 2000, 2000, that was like a time where in, oh, he's now an official member, but now he's the leader. And that the, the NWO 2000 formed after, it's not like a continuation. It was like after like an NWO hiatus. And but I'm the only original guy from the original trio there was Kevin Nash. So like mm. for me, how they can do this is if Adam Cole creates his own a new version of the Undisputed Era, which I think will work because we're talking about Adam freaking Cole. Uh-huh. Or you can have the Undisputed Era with Adam with, with, with Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and a returning Bobby Fish. And you can have Kyle O'Reilly uh, lead that and okay. then Strong and Bobby Fish can be a tag team because both of them have proof because yeah. uh, Strong and Fish are the only combination we haven't really seen, I think. Mm. And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, because the way it looks like is that Strong is still really, really, he's really, he's still into UE. I mean, he's, right now, he's like the last warrior of the Undisputed Era. He's the, he's the last one who's pulling the the UE hand sign, and but you know they're all still wearing gear, so it's like it's so weird. But yeah, I don't want I don't want the UE to go away because from a merchandise standpoint, then they're really <laughs> good merch sellers, and yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, it can be it can really be like the stable that if you look at NXT, I don't yo you think on oh, this weird era. There can be like this can be not just the culmination. It can be like an an evolution of what UE can be. And for me, I want UE to, to be a tradition in NXT. Ah, interesting. So to answer your WrestleMania thing, I'm okay if it's Adam Cole finding a partner or Adam Cole and Strong versus Kyle O'Reilly. And I don't know. Like, do you think Fish can? No, he has a torn tricep to save. Like, Saya. Saya it would have been perfect. How long do you think Bobby Fish will be out of action? I don't know, but it's, it's a, it's a, I don't want to say it's a torn tricep. It's, how long has he been out? Six months, feeding of four to six months, yeah. So, so like, how, uh, since when has he been out? When was War Games? War Games? Wow. Uh, I, I think that was November. I'm, I'm not sure. November? Huh? It, was, it wasn't New Year? War games? Yeah, yeah games I, War Games was oh, oh no, it was yeah, December. Yeah. It was December. December sixth. December, right. January, February, March. Oh uh, man. Oh man. He's gonna miss Mania. Wait, when's what is it Mania April? Uh it is April, I think. Mania twenty twenty one. Googling is, wait, it. Wait, which, which day? What what day is it? What uh day? ten and eleven. <clears throat> it's uh, uh, yeah, Major but uh, even though oh wait I, no 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 what no no when was War Games in December six six this so like he had like a full he sort of had like a a semi full month in December December uh-huh. January mm-hmm. February March if I think there's a possibility because four months is is out unless mm-hmm. I'm wrong and he needs he needs six more months because he's old already and like. 
uh, it takes it takes longer to recover kasi but yeah um tag team or a triple threat mm. but i don't want i don't want them to go i'm sorry for talk, i'm sorry for talking guys but like no it's okay but what happens to Roderick strong because uh, for me uh, ue Roderick strong and ue was a saving grace for Roderick strong because i didn't think the wwe knows how to book uh. Roderick Strong because I mean he was good as a baby face but they kind of butchered it when they made him lose to Rude I mean wait uh. they were they were making they were booking him to be like you know kind of going for semi-main events but like then they put him on 205 Live oh like oh he had a stint there yeah and like mm. that kind of like ruined the whole like oh he could be NXT champion but Roderick Strong was like it, it seemed like he was on the way there so like when he went to UE, it was like it was it was a saving grace for him because he got off the two hundred five live thingy because like yeah he is light but I see Roderick Strong as as a heavyweight because he moves like he does he's the freaking missile of the backbreaker so yeah. I don't know for me I said my favorite the marathon character. runner of the UE yeah so like I don't want like at least if UE is gonna end I wish they can use Roderick Strong God. But I have my doubts because I think they're gonna Cesaro him. How? What do you mean? He's so good that they're just gonna they're, they're, uh, they're uh, gonna be, he's gonna be reliable. He's gonna be a good hat. He's gonna be reliable. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be compensated well. But they're gonna give him the Cesaro treatment because he's oh, so no, damn no. good. They're gonna use him to instead of like elevating himself, they're gonna use him to make other people look good. And uh, that's what I fear with him. Especially he's he's aging he's aging na din eh. and yeah yeah inter- yung fear ko is that post UE Roderick might be scary for all uh, Roderick strong fans oh, like, no however however this is this is really interesting because we're we're seeing Kyle O'Reilly again as a singles guy and Uh-oh. for me Kyle O'Reilly as a singles guy is better than Kyle O'Reilly as a yes. guy because it reminds me I never me thought of- this day would come. Na makikita natin si Kyle O'Reilly not as a tag team competitor but as a singles guy and is vying for the NXT title and we've seen him vie for it officially at least twice, right? Yeah, and he's such a color- colorful character. I say what I like yes. about his arc right now is that he his relationship with Finn Balor is he respects Finn so much. Like, parang the whole vibe I see here is like he sees Finn Balor as like some sort of a mentor who mentored him through their matches of like how to be tough because oh. he has so much respect for Finn to the point that yeah yeah so he has so much respect for Finn to the point that right now it really seemed like he he, he would save a heel <laughs> Finn is technically a heel but uh, Pete Dunn is a bigger heel and, uh, no it, <laughs> it, 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 seems, it looks like he's he's trying to get Finn's validation ah oh. that's what I observe right now for him He's trying to get the validation. So, like, the, did you see, like, the thing of, like, what WWE.com posted after they both got kicked by Cole? Them? Yeah. It's yeah. like he's almost crying. Like, yeah. Finn, Man, that, I felt, I felt tears. I felt tears. Because before that, Finn was like, I am not cleaning up your mess. It's like, <sighs> I... Uh, like, how, so, how would you book... How would you book uh, the Undisputed Era arc from today until Mania Era or Mania Time, whatever? 
Because for me, I I really don't want Yui to go away. Yeah, yeah. Um, how I would, because logically, logically, we're gonna get our NXT version of Cole versus Strong. Mm-hmm. So how? Because I need, I really want, I really want Cole to make a, his version of Yui, didn't it? I want, I want, I don't want there to be like I know, like a, a triple threat would be good, but I want, I want it to be major on major gang warfare. Okay. Um. I would want Cole to align himself with Dunn and to Asila Lorcan. Just because I think those guys, after McAfee left for a while, those guys are in need of a leader. And I know, like, yeah, Dunn was like a leader of British Strong Star, but at the same time, they're too silent. <laughs> they're too silent. And, like, yeah. It will, so it's going to be I would Pete, Dunn, a, Pete Dunn, Adam Pete Cole, Dunn. Lynn Lorcan, and Birch. Yeah, versus. But man, nah, this it's way too it's way too war games, dude. But, oh my, it it really sounds, oh wait, sounds no. like a war games match. We, yeah. we just we just need no, we just need two people to go with with what do you call it with Cole. And it can be it can actually be let's say it's like, let's oh, just lurking and dude, it's right. dude, it's been behind dude, Cole and Don because Don has been involved with this. And then we yeah. just get either someone from Lorcan. No man, you need the whole package. You need a po- I'm sorry, you need the whole package. Yeah, Cole Dunn, Lorcan, and Birch. Yeah, because they've been... This is what I... Oh, man, I love NXT. They, they're <laughs> also part of this. They're yeah. also a big part of this. So now, on the other side, you have... Um, this can this can be not a WrestleMania match, but this can be like a match we have... We eventually would need to have... We yeah. can have O'Reilly, Strong, Finn. Valor. Yeah. And another... Man, Bobby Fish, get the fuck over here. Um... <laughs> Pat speaking, speaking, oh yeah. yeah, just going back. Oh my, oh my gosh, you genius. Yes. Because, <laughs> because, yeah, because he's been now, he, dude, now he has a legitimate reason to turn yeah. face. Because now he's like, I, he said, I, I told you so. You guys. <laughs> but speaking of like, you know, me not wanting you to pass away, dude, <laughs> since, since O'Reilly already wants like validation from Valor. Dude, why don't we make a new version of Undisputed Era with Balor, Cole, O'Reilly, and Str- and Fish? We just oh, strong. I yeah, yeah. Balor. Yeah, but uh, fuck. Ba- okay, leader is Finn. Oh, technically, uh, let's say there's no leader anymore in Julie because because that can fit well. That can fit well. Um. So we have Finn as de facto leader. Yeah, Finn as like their poster boy. Yeah. O'Reilly as yeah. also like a main eventer. Yeah. O'Reilly is also like a main event guy. And then you have the tag team of um, Strong and Fish. And then like Finn, now yeah. you can make you can make whole a whole new like whole new stories with UE with that. Yeah, Finn with Finn the top. Has a, yeah, Finn at the top, tapos see O'Reilly with the NA belt. Tapos ano, diba? And then cause you can now you can have like more stuff for Cole to do. Like now Cole can branch out and become like a different character. You can put him because I've heard rumors that they want him. Some people want to call him up. Now you can call him up. Um, but now it's like a good time for Cole to be a singles Cole, which we haven't seen in a while. Like yes. a singles Cole that like because now how I see his character is he isn't talking, but that's his new character now. He he Ooh. he would only talk when he wants to talk. So what if we have a totally different version, like a totally different one eighty change of Adam Cole? Because we're used to like, oh, I'm cold, bye-bye stuff. But like, 
Mm. The perfect time for Adam Cole to reinvent himself. And at the same time, we can reinvent the Undisputed Era without totally breaking them up. And like, it's not like Finn Balor, you know, hasn't been a leader before. So that's why I'm good. For me, like, yeah, that was the thing that I forgot to say earlier. UE would like Finn Balor as the de facto leader. Yeah, and they'd be... Why I liked the Undisputed Era was because they're cool and they're legit threats. But with... But with Finn Balor, they're less of a cool guy squad, and they're more of the si- the people that you do not want to mess with because they won't talk to you, but they'll beat you up. And they can do the back. boom. They can do the boom. So because the Balor's thought is also like two guns. Still. Oh yeah. Like, oh, I, I, you can't see me doing it, but like when you do the boom, like, <laughs> that, yeah, like yeah. You the finger guns. Yeah. Boom. boom. But yeah, I feel they like can they're do probably it. gonna change it. I think they're probably gonna change it if they're gonna do a new version. Oh no! Let I hope they don't change the theme song though. It's so good. But then again, it's from I don't know how you pronounce that name. The C Foss, the the uh, the music publisher. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think well, the name. Yeah. Also, last well, last fantasy mm-hmm. booking is we have Roderick. A, a last last scenario of UE existing is. Yeah. Since, you know, Roderick seems like the only person who still wants to be UE, everyone leaves and he pulls off a Triple H. Nah, when Shawn Michaels left, he made his own version of DX. Ooh. We have Roderick Strong making his own version of the UE. Whenever I stop kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but like, yeah, I mean, he, can, he can make his own version of the UE. I just don't want, I mean, I just don't want UE to go away. And I want it to be like a spit on UE because. I mean, I know a lot of people are people think that. I mean, it is true that like sometimes the original is much more better. But I'm also the type of person who wants to see like a revamped version or a 2.0 of something that has yeah. been like established for a while. Like the Undertaker, let's make the Undertaker 2.0 because apparently it's canon now that the Undertaker is a spirit and it's and see Undertaker yung. See Mark Calloway, yung tao na pinuzes ng spirit. So when he retired, wait, the spirit could pass on to someone wait, else. Wait, did they say it? Did they say it? Did, did they say that? Huh? Uh, a friend of mine said that. <laughs> but I have no claims. But it would be interesting. It would be interesting to have the ba. I wish. I wish, dude. I I wish your friend was was right. I I doubt it because I don't think they confirmed it. But there were actually rumors of that happening when Roman Reigns defeated him. Uh, I, I don't know if you were already mm. watching at that time. Nah, diba, diba. But when Roman Reigns defeated him, dude, the dirt sheets, even, you know, you know, you know, the sun, the newspaper, I've, the sun. Yeah, 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 that one. Dude, they came out an article, that because Roman Reigns was gone for a while after WrestleMania when he defeated Ooh. Taker, I think for like weeks. They were saying, they were saying that Roman Reigns was going to be the new Undertaker. He's going to be like, you know, overshot like possessed by like the 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 spirit of the Undertaker, and he's gonna be the new dead man. And like, for me, just because I'm a crazy person, I was like, yes, yes, please, man. But like, of course, Taker didn't retire. But man, what a, that would have been. Maybe I will book that in my in my pick fed. But I don't know if I'm gonna take. I'm gonna get the Undertaker as a picture because <laughs> then I would have to. Reap. I would have to like super expensive, right? Buy another taker figure. 
I mean, no, that's not my problem. My problem is if I'm going to have to tell that story, I have to establish my Undertaker action figure for a whole year. Oh, yeah. It's not just like I kept... Because in my, in, my, in my lore, is uh, I'm, I'm trying to like not take in too much influence of like things that are existing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah just off tangent. Because we were not not really off tangent, but relating to UE. Because we were yeah. talking about because yeah, because uh, the vibe saying that uh, I want UE to still exist. Because I was oh. talking to Nigel, see Nigel, so I was like, because we both are like figure nerds. Oh, shout out because we Nigel both San have um, <laughs> Lucha. Yeah, if he's listening, but I don't know, because we both have the Lucha <laughs> Brothers action figures, and he was like, because he's also thinking of making his own um, action figure pick fed. So he was how. Ha- Instead of having the Death Triangle with Pac and Lucha Brothers, he was gonna have Alistair Black lead the Lucha Brothers. Yo, and then the was like so cool, and I was like, dude, I was like, I told him, dude, I kind of had like the same idea with Lucha Brothers and putting them in a faction, and he, he agreed with me because like Lucha Brothers in if as like two henchmen for even though like Pentagon Phoenix can be like big major champions, they're just really too good to split up as of now. They're really fun to be yeah. booked in a team so i was thinking dude hear me out in my pick fed adam cole has his own version of undisputed what? era but with the lucha brothers crazy <laughs> damn yeah dude yeah the thing is no 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 adam cole so i just bought a cody Rhodes instead but, but i may buy an adam cole for the sole purpose of making a, an undisputed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was thinking of like renaming it to to unbroke uh, something like unbroken era, just so wow. like it would be truly buffy. But like, but like the lore would be Adam Cole is in this new company, and he's comf- like he wants to make his own version of the undisputed era, and then you know, so he takes two established guys and takes them and makes them his henchmen. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like that's a, that's one way to establish, you know, but, <laughs> your but like, credibility as a major guy, right there. Oh, that's yeah, exactly but, how he debuted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so now, now you see why. Uh, now it makes sense why I want to have you, like, why I want to have you exist is because it's such an established name, established name and concept that. Yes, you just need one core character to be there, and like, which is why Inga, when I said Roderick Strong can make his own version of the Undisputed Era, wherein he's the only remaining original character because of how established the name is, and because of, because of like the tradition that you think of when you mention Undisputed Era, like any combination would work because it's already a cool concept. It's like the NWO. Yo. There's there's been so much members of NWO, but when you say NWO. They're cool. If you say the Bullet Club, there's been so much changes in Bullet Club already. It's like it's all right. It's like every year there's a new era of Bullet Club, but it's cool. You think of it, it's cool. I see the same way with Undisputed Era. You say Undisputed Era, they're cool, mm. right? Yeah, they are. They are. They're def. They definitely are. I still am a huge fan of the of the UE. I see. Uh, I see the UE continuing, but without Cole. So. How I would yes. fantasy book it uh, is a little different because in one of the in one of the recent NXT episodes we saw Kyle O'Reilly teaming up with Finn Balor and Roddy Strong and then it's again it was against Dunn and uh, Lorcan and Birch so there was this one spot where uh, where O'Reilly was supposed to tag in uh, Strong 
but Finn was also reaching out. So he had to choose between Finn and Strong. But what he ended up doing was tagging Finn in instead instead of Strong. So see Roderick Strong, he felt disappointed because, oh, why would you choose Finn over me? But because I've been your bro since like for two years now, for two or more, or more actually. So I feel like that has, I know, that has started uh, sowing the seeds of discontent in uh, Roderick Strong. So I feel like a faction war, a civil war, is going to start with Roddy Strong teaming up with, uh, with Adam Cole. So this is going to lead up to a tag team match between Adam Cole and Roddy Strong versus, versus Finn and Kyle. So this, would, uh, this fight would ensue but it would end in a, in a no contest when Fish returns and and beats up uh, beats up Kyle. So in the end, it's going to be a one on one match between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. But then Adam Cole would have Rod, would have Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish in his corner. So it's three against one, technically. But what would happen there? Because uh, NXT has had a track record of these morality plays. Now, oh, am I going too far? So I'd be thinking that uh, Adam Cole would kind of go too far, and uh, parang he would parang legitimately look like he's going to kill, you know, to kill O'Reilly, and then see Roddy and see Bobby Fish would come to O'Reilly's aid and end up turning on Adam Cole. So Adam, uh, so Kyle O'Reilly wins, and. Uh, UE is reformed, pero silang tatlo na lang, and Adam Cole moves to either Raw or SmackDown. Tapos they they could have Finn on their side, parang ganon. Yeah, at least I UE, yeah, UE would still be a thing there because it's really too big of a uh, UE is too big of a deal and has been a cornerstone of NXT for the past few years, and to have that gone would be terrible. I feel because hindi naman sa NXT can't live without them because uh, it's a good sign if you have newer stars and they're thriving. But if you have lots of new guys coming in, like Sabina things in a Tyler Rust, and you have new factions like The Way, who uh, might, who may or may not experience a future a future breakup in their in their faction, mahirap kasi na magtatry ka for pay-per-view events like on the business side then like I agree with you they're a great move uh, they're a really good merch mover but at the same time uh, people will want to see stars that they want to see and the un- the undisputed era is too good of a name now I think down the line if they play their cards right since you new world order kasi napaka laki ng stock nila to the point na not even not even wrestling fans even in the mainstream the guys like Hulk Hogan, diba New World Order si, ano, si Scott Hall? <laughs> Just checking. Di pa ako fan ng time na yun. Eh. Yeah, Kylie G- uh, Kendall Jenner was seen wearing an NWO Wolfpack shirt. Ayun, yung pala eh. So, you see, you see NWO shirts. They're, they're, we might not reach NWO levels of uh, penetrating the mainstream market, but UE on its own, I feel, has made great waves as a brand in the in the wrestling history books. So I do agree with you in that they shouldn't get rid of the UE brand, Yon. But you know, UE like, has oh, yeah. Um, See, so yeah, yeah, uh, was... I was gonna say that it's a bad time for you to split um, right, right. faction, especially when we're in 
your rival company has like a thing with the Bullet Club. So, yes, like, and it's all. It also feels like it feels like uh, it feels too easy creatively to just write them off, right? Because that's yeah. what all happens. Yeah, must challenge. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be more dramatic that way. If you get to keep them, they they suffer uh, seeds. Na may yeah, uh, inner tensions, but then you solve it somehow, and I feel like that's more rewarding in the end. It's a tough ride. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think like Kyle O'Reilly is a good singles guy, but I don't think he's ever gonna get that um, super NXT champion push. I do hope he does, but oh. I don't think he. I I think okay, yeah, okay. Maybe, I don't want to say I don't want to jinx him and be like he'll never be NXT champion, <laughs> but he fits so well with with his position that uh, we're in. He's in a stable. I don't yes. want to see him yet be alone. Because I have the same fear for him uh, with my fear with Roderick Strong. Yes! Because they're both small and they're not... It works for Adam Cole because Adam Cole is like, you know, he's such a character. No. But you look at Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly, like Kyle O'Reilly has more, has more color when it comes to his character compared to Roderick Strong. I think I'm going to say with Roderick Strong is that Roderick Strong is a good character when he's a heel or... When he's being a family man, who you piss off? Oh, those are nice. the two. Those are the two um, high points for Roderick Strong when oh. it comes to his character. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, he works well with both being a heel or a face. Yes. However, if you compare them to Adam Cole, Adam Cole just really overpowers, overpowers them. Oh, okay. however, I'm a leader. Yeah, but however, I think O'Reilly now. I mean, I mean, O'Reilly, O'Reilly for a while, like, he he can level with Cole. But the thing with Cole lang naman that kind of brings him to another level is his fucking catchphrase. Because that's like a huge baby. game changer. It is. Kyle O'Reilly, baby! <laughs> Man, you know, kasi, see, Kyle O'Reilly is, uh, the, uh, Adam Cole pala is a great heel. I would say he's just too cocky. He's cool, and he has a posse to back him up. But as a face, I don't really buy it that much. I don't buy it because if he starts acting like a face, oh, he's up to something. But with Kyle O'Reilly, I see him as uh, maybe equal with maybe equal with Roddy Strong. They're they're good baby faces, and. Uh, See, Kyle O'Reilly, I feel, is the most versatile of the group. You can play him as a, as a face. You can play him as a heel. If Roddy Strong were to get the same treatment that Kyle O'Reilly is seeing right now, and he's the pissed-off family man, I feel like he really would uh, make for a convincing NXT champion. Diba? What do you think? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um... Right now, though, see, O'Reilly feels like uh, if... O'Reilly were to be a singles competitor in NXT in 2021, he would feel like Sami Zayn in, uh, in the main roster in 2017. What do you think? Yeah, I can't disagree on you with that because I really do. The th- I really... <laughs> ah, because my- I was going to burp that I... intense thinking session. Yeah, go on. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel you. Um, 
it's just that the uh, just for me i mean i i love this because i'm having a hard time fantasy booking this normally i'm 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 pretty very imag- imaginative with fantasy booking, and mm-hmm. of course, of course, like we've already like put out scenarios of, of fantasy booking. Yeah. However, I really don't know. I really don't know where 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 they're going with, and I love it because I haven't felt like this with WWE in a while. Yeah. With yung heel turn Gargano, I did not expect that the first time around. <laughs> Even yeah. though it it. It felt natural to me. Nung desperation ni Gargano, uh, not being able to get the championship from Champa, and then him building a rivalry with Alistair Black out of that injury. Yung ganong classing feeling. And uh, they were also teasing a DIY reunion, and uh, Johnny's the delusional guy. And then they would finally have their big blow off moment, which was sadly interrupted by that injury that Champa had. But it's a nice. It's a nice feeling that we're finally back to those days where the most logical thing is not. But there are more than one logical ways. How do you grammatically? How do you say that grammatically correctly? <laughs> anyway, Mister there are there are many ways to book this logically, and you don't know which one they're taking. And right now, the product is really good, and it's not just. It's not just NXT that's doing this. It's you see this also in SmackDown where Daniel Bryan is leading it in Raw sometimes, but not you know Raw. Miz, Miz, <laughs> Miz is champion. I mean, I mean, the booking with Miz, I don't like it. I like him being champion, but uh, the reason stuff with him hasn't been clicking with me. Okay, because oh wait, no, I didn't tell you this. I was talking to Nigel about this, but. I pointed it out to him that what I don't like about this is because WWE has always had this thing wherein if you leave when you come back you're back you're weirdly back to step one of your character. Oh no! Like all, all those character developments are gone, and when John Morrison came back, honestly, that's not John Morrison. That's freaking Johnny Nitro because he's dumb. John oh, Morrison. No. <laughs> John Morrison isn't dumb. When John Morrison became when. When he turned himself and became um, Johnny Nitro after he became ECW champion, dude, he was he was really cool. He was damn. He was this badass, um, not not badass, but like he's a cool, suave rock star guy. He's a cool, suave rock star guy. And then when he teamed up with the Miz, um, yeah, they were like funny antics. But you would still look at Morrison and you would think that dude is cool. However, Johnny Nitro was the dumb one. Like, that's why they had to, like, even the name is dumb. That's why they had to change it to John Morrison so people can take him seriously. And then, like, when he left, you know, on his last run, he was doing good. I thought he was going to be WWE champion. I think he should have been WWE champion. And when he left, he became a top guy for different companies. And he's matured as a character. He's become, like, He's matured to a point where if he goes to a company, instantly he becomes a franchise player for that company. Yeah. And then when he when he returned to uh, WWE, it's just you guys just went back to freaking Johnny Nitro. Oh no! Why is he dumb? <laughs> He's not supposed to be dumb. He's been like the franchise player, the franchise guy for LU for uh, Impact. 
why are you guys making him sound dumb? Like, like oh that's, no, <laughs> that's that's the thing I don't like. And then when um now he's like um he always tails around the Miz, and then the Miz always gets um it's like what they're trying to play here is that the Miz is like uh the straight guy and in, in their tandem, and Morrison is like he's the dumb guy. Kind of like how we were in the intro. Hmm. <laughs> that wasn't planned, by the way. That was that was that was real life. <laughs> get it, get it. Wow. Um, All right. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess. And, yeah. And, we can reserve. We can reserve the comment that WWE is putting doing pretty well right now. So let's just reserve it uh, for NXT and SmackDown because parang mixed yung ano natin dito sa Raw. Because personally, ako rin, hindi, I haven't been following. Uh, John but, Morrison's career, but yeah, you were saying. Yeah, yeah, but 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 like other than that, like I, I want him, I want him in Miz to fight for the title, but we're probably not gonna see that. It's probably gonna be Lashley's gonna win it, but I'm happy for the Miz because he deserves this after his uh 2016 to 2018 run where he made the best. He was the yes! best IC champion. Such a good IC champion, the best. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, it's um, an interesting time, to- right? It's an interesting time to be to be a wrestling fan. You have Miz as a WWE champion. You have uh, the Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, undisputed era thing, and you have uh, whatever the hell is happening with the Roman Reigns and Edge storyline. But you know Cesaro is being pushed pretty well, and hindi naman nalalayo na he might get pushed uh, to the world title scene in the future. I don't think it's impossible, but we'll see where it goes. And Nakamura has turned face again. Add to the fact that uh, AEW has finally declared that they are, you know, making partnerships with other companies, especially the Forbidden Door with New Japan. So I would say that it is a very good time to be a wrestling fan right now, even though it's uh, in the pandemic. We we have really good products like. Across the board, what would you say? Ah, uh, um, yeah, I agree with you, but I just sighed because uh, my dealer, my action figure dealer, sent me a picture, and it's an NXT War Games playset. Yo, but like, I don't know if I'm gonna splurge my money for that because, as I was telling earlier, kind of want to wait for another full figure so I can do my own version of the UE. But yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's, it is definitely like um, it is a good time um, is it because the pandemic has kind of forced people to be much more creative I'm not saying people are not creative in, mm. in, in the scene but like it, it, because we're no longer having fans in attendance so there's no assurance of that so yeah. now the fans are people who are on the streaming websites and people who are watching so uh, I think yeah I think the reason why we're getting all these good stuff is because they I saw it on like the first few episodes of Raw of Pandemic Raw with no crowd Heyman was giving before Heyman was taken out he was giving Ricochet and Cedric Alexander 15 minutes Mick Carter's 15 minutes to show how you know to basically do um, work rate matches because they knew there's no fans there has to be something to get the crowd, the crowd at home going to be invested. Yeah. Especially, there's no crowds now. We have like a, the, the Thunderdome. AEW has crowds now. The, what they're 
what I notice is people are really trying to be super creative with storytelling because now that's the thing that's going to make people watch in the pandemic because yes. we, we have no choice. We can't go out that much except if you're in Florida or other parts of the United States who just you know, hate masks. But yeah, so <laughs> I hope this does not end. After, I hope the pandemic ends, but I hope this does not end after the pandemic because we are really being this, given... Sorry, this, uh, just to clarify, it's the state of the wrestling industry being interesting, right? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, well, um, what else do you want to uh, shed light on? No, actually, it's it's really that. Eh? I'm I like how it's not just the wrestling scene that we're seeing that's growing. Cause you know, since that since we've been forced to stay online for interactions with other people, a lot of us are more active on social media and even platforms like Discord. So you see a lot of people posting news, posting updates, talking about the things that they really like. And uh, I see that even in our own Discord channel, our own Discord server. And you've been there a couple times, right? Even though you know, stressful yung college, and uh, it's really nice because we've been able to, in our server, we've been able to talk about all of these, uh, not just uh, no, not just WWE, but also New Japan and things that uh, we are uh, the members of the Kayfabe Cafe team are not aware of. So, uh, guys, there would recommend new stuff or old stuff that we aren't familiar with and we get to talk. So if you, our dear listener, are interested in, ha- in being part of this community, then please uh, join our Discord channel, which you can find on our Facebook platforms. We post the links every now and then. And uh, don't forget to follow us on uh, yeah, Facebook and Instagram at Kfabe Cafe. And uh, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel for our latest videos. And we do have uh, a website on Weebly. <laughs> it's www.kfabecafeph.weebly.com. And this this uh, podcast is hosted on Spotify or Anchor. So if you want to replay this or uh, check out the other platform where we have our podcasts, do check them out. And as our way of thanking you guys for listening to this podcast, we have a gift code for you. If you so if you are on our Discord channel, uh, Discord server rather, you can enter on the commands channel this code, exclamation point, because exclamation point is our command function. It's exclamation point j one. FR3, it's uh, I military na code. Alam mo ba yung J? J is Joey. I don't know. Okay, let's pretend that we know Sierra Hotel India Echo Lima Delta. So <laughs> yeah, uh, it's J1 FR3. It's Joey one as a number one from Kids Next Door. F uh, Fire or. Uh, Roman Reigns and three, three as in uh, three people currently in the Undisputed Era because Bobby Fish is out for injury. <laughs> anyway, I think that just, uh, we can wrap this uh, episode up. Do you have oh, anything wait. else to add? Um, am I allowed to, um, to plug my, my toy thing? Yes, definitely. Go ahead. Let's hear it. All right, virgins, it's your time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
So, um, since I, I, as you guys know, I am a wrestler, but I can't wrestle, and I want to be um, a booker in the future. And so I created uh, um, an Instagram account, and I am going to be launching a, a YouTube show, which is not stop motion. It's called PicFed. It's like, um, how do I say this? It's like motion per motion pictures, where it, it kind of looks like stop motion, but there's a gap. Um, it's going to be uh, my own federation of, of action figures. And it's going to be me trying to, um, you know, exercise my creative juices when it comes to telling stories. So my, if you want to check out uh, my figures for my action figure photography, it is, um, hold up, hold up, sir. I forgot <laughs> to, I mean, no, it's loading, it's loading, it's loading. Yeah, it's loading. Um, sorry, guys. Um, amateur hour right now. I'm trying to amateur like. Amateur hour. Frankie also, 13. Yon. Yeah. I'm sure our sounds like a video for some site, but never mind. Oh. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Welcome to the Bone and Humps Harmony Podcast. Frankie, <laughs> we talked about <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. Um, please check out please check out Frankie 13 Figs. How do you spell that? You misspell a 13 with a U, not an I. So it's F-R-A-N-K-I-E. E-H-U-R-T-E-E-N-F-I-G-S. Frankie 13 Figs. And Frankie 13 Figs. If you check out um, the, uh, the Instagram, there's a YouTube link on the website, uh, on the website portion of the Instagram. So like, if you just see the bio, there's a link there. That links to my YouTube account. So far, I only have like two shitty videos of my AEW Unravel reviews, which I don't think you should watch if you're not collecting. But what you should really tune in for is my action figure uh, pick fed show. Yeah. yeah, I'll be looking. Um, yeah, um, that's about it. Please check out my other social media. Which is um, Frankie thirteen? Uh, is that right? The yeah, yeah, Frankie thirteen. What is in there? Um, not really anything. Just give me validation by giving me likes, you know, because we yeah. can't wrestle right now. But most importantly, I want you guys to just keep supporting Kayfabe Cafe. Um, not just this podcast, not just this podcast, but the other podcasts we put out. Um, yeah, um, please keep interacting with the page because it would mean a lot to us because. That's how we survive for relevancy, and because yes. we <laughs> did I nail it? They also could be, could be, <laughs> but also because we really want to, just like what Gerald said earlier, we are trying to build a community for all of us um, Filipino wrestling fans to be in a safe haven where we can converse in a non-toxic environment. Yes, uh, that's very. So important. yeah, so yeah. Um, personally, I just want to thank. Uh, you guys, if you guys are are, are, um, are listening, because I haven't done this in a while. So if, it, if it's terrible, I'm sorry. But yeah. Have, it, it, it's, it's relearning. It's a process. We get there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do you feel? How do you feel, Gerald? Because, you know, I mean, for feel me, I mean. What? How about you in here? Yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel happy because it's, because this is different. This is yeah, like. Yeah, um, this it's is like, actually the first time we've done a podcast together or any recorded any recorded material together aside from the, the, the live streams. <laughs> yeah, because like the original is like like me back then it was me, Linus and Anne. I was like Cole O'Reilly and Fish. Now we're like Fish and Strong when they. Oh, yeah, right. oh, okay. I'm uh, I'm Roddy Strong. Okay, I like that. I like that comparison. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're O'Reilly. No, you're O'Reilly. You are O'Reilly. Oh my God! What an yeah. honor. <laughs> this is like Kayfabe Cafe is gonna be the poser UE, or we have 
UE in we are UE in spirit. <laughs> okay. Oh, dude. What? Yeah. No, it, no, it's just funny. Just the last time before we end, we have like me and the Prince um, Aldrin Richards. Yeah. Um, and it's like me, him, um. and and Martin. We used to have like a backstage click. We were called the Ooh. Unblock Era. And every time we would meet, we would do the UE sign. I mean, I'm just sharing it because this is how big of an impact UE has had in our lives. And oh, the whole gist of this podcast is that we don't want it to go away. In some way, shape, or form, we want it yeah. to survive. Just like how we Are want... You, what was the name? Era. On what? Unblock? Unblocked Era. It's Unblocked. A, it's a... It's a... Man, screw it. It's a, it's a shoot. Because Mr. Lucha hates us. Too sweeting everyone in the locker room like a fucking Mark. Yeah, okay, okay. Just I know we're going that too long. Was a, yeah, that was a that was a card from Cards Against Wrestling, which we play every week at the Discord server. Oh, you so got, you guys put that in there? Uh, yeah, we have that card. Including the F bomb. So I I don't usually cuss here, but that was a direct quotation. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, this, this is a reward for all of you guys who have, like, listened up to this point. Mr. Lucia doesn't like me. Back then, I think he likes me now, but I don't like... I mean, I don't, don't <laughs> like him, but I don't want to have any, any type of relationship with him because, you know, like, he's... He, because of just how, like, our relationship has been back then. And he, it, was, it was a tweet before about... Um, he said something about shaking hands i forgot what it is but like it really seemed like a diss to all of us and the thing is like you know he doesn't really train so like he he doesn't really train as much so we didn't have that much of a connection with him but he always liked <laughs> he always liked looking down on like uh, us the rookies because we would copy adam cole like shit adam really? cole i mean like adam I mean, like, cole I'm, baby no, I mean, <laughs> Our matches were like very like me and Prince and stuff. Although I was shit back then, but we would how we would they would watch like classic wrestling stuff, you know, like the Luthas and so like me and Prince and Morgan. We would like watch huge bad UE stuff, you know, shit like that. So like that was <laughs> that was a byproduct. And like I forgot why it was unblocked, but I remember I think it was something about. But I forgot. But the whole thing started because. Mr. Lucia didn't like me and Prince and then we would talk to Martin and Ant about it and we're like, oh, let's, let's try to be unblocked era. Yeah. But yeah, UE for life, man. Like, just you see how much that stuff has, has affected yeah. our lives. UE for life. UE um, is affecting us Bullet Club as well in whatever Bullet shape, Club. way, or form. <laughs> Hear that, Mr. Lucia? Too Swedish? Too sweet? You want me to too sweet you? <laughs> I have. I mean, I respect Mister. I'm just saying, I respect. You that time that you kept, uh, you kept chasing him yeah. around <laughs> until he went too sweet you. <laughs> Anyways, he was just not in disapproval. <laughs> the sideways nod. But man, yeah, he's, he's a nice person. It's just that I. It's just that I'm not comfortable with him. And yeah, but like, it's it's a really fun thing to see now. It's not just old old school wrestling that makes that makes you know, but um, that leaves marks on people. Because the way you had uh, seen a Bret Hart, even people uh, today talk about them, mga Shawn Michaels in the expos, P- kids from you know, kids uh, 
everywhere you look, you some people will know the name Triple H, even Dwayne Johnson. And it's not just those guys that, that make impacts on us. It's uh, Undisputed Era, it's Bullet Club, and I, I really want to see, and I think we might see more more of these stables, more of these iconic guys down the line that will make impacts in our lives. And right now, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice uh, moment to you know, sit back and see that we are witnessing history. Now, at least in this snapshot, things in the wrestling world are interesting. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love wrestling. I love you. I love... <laughs> I love you, I love Adam Cole. I love I Kyle love Riley. you, I love, I love you. Yes, love you too, bro. No, I, I, already, dude, I already said that before that. Oh, you all, you actually said that? Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Too sweet, me brother. Too sweet. Uh, Mr. Lucha, you hear that? <laughs> 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 Just despite him, gonna <laughs> yeah. Mr. Lucha should be in the undisputed era so he'd get annoyed. <laughs> 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 that is an image I did not expect to see. But I <laughs> Mr. Mr. Lucha, baby. <laughs> Mr. Lucha, we're not burying burying you. We're putting you we're over. Not. Okay? Yeah, we are. We are. We would you are to... you are talented. You are Actually, above. as a as a really big fan of the MWF, I have always wanted to see Mr. Lucha vie for the top title again. Yeah. Um yeah, because Mr. Lucha is really is really good. So, Mr. Lucha, if you're hearing this, dude, we think you're talented. You're really good. Yeah. Um, we're really good. We want to see you deserve, back in the ring. Yeah, we want to see you back in the ring. And I want to see you backstage so I can give you a too sweet, brother. <laughs> <laughs> too sweeting Mr. Lucha in spirit. But, all right, I think we can wrap, uh, wrap this episode up. Thank you to everyone who has tuned into our podcast. Uh, this has definitely taken lots of twists and turns, but we can all definitely agree that this is a great time to be a wrestling fan. Once again, oh, I, I just realized that we haven't introduced ourselves formally. Anyway, I'm a Gerard from the Kayfabe Cafe, and this friend is. Sige, kung alam sabi na pangalan mo. Frankie thirteen, bye bye. I'm kidding. You um, know, yeah. Frankie forever. My name is Frankie, and I can two sweet you all day, all night, baby. All right, see you another time for another episode. Boom, bam, 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 bam. What up? What up? Bam, 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 bam,